Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Right. Good morning, everyone. It's another week and one step closer to COVID being over, right? (laughs) That's how I'm choosing to look at it instead of thinking, oh, it's another week. It's just one day closer to all of this craziness being over with and us getting back to whatever, um, whatever is in store for us. So, so Tyson's going to be streaming and Monica is our muting ninja. So we'll do like we usually do. Um, we'll have some time at the end for, um, some discussion time. If you're new to the call, my name is Haley and gosh, I've been doing this since the very first week in March or whenever it was that we started the calls. So um, today's kind of um, a, a, a day that I really enjoy for sure, but I especially like when we can go through the oils alphabetically and maybe just discover some new oils that we haven't talked about in classes. I definitely have oils that are my favorites and I tend to, um, just like your closet, you know, there's clothes, they say we wear like 20% of our closet or something. And so it's the same for me with oils. There's ones that I definitely reach for on a regular basis and can kind of get stuck in that rut. Sometimes even when we're, when I'm teaching the classes to you guys, I feel like at times we go over um, a lot of the same oils, which isn't bad, but so, um, so today and probably next week, even we'll do some of the oils alphabetically. And then at the end of today's call, I'd really love to hear from you guys. Um, if you're new, if you'd like us to revisit some of the topics that we've already gone over and I can say a little bit about what those were, if you're not new and you've been coming for a while, again, if there's something you'd like us to revisit, or if there's topics we haven't covered that you'd like to see covered. I know, um, Irene, if you're on here, I haven't seen you come in yet, but if you're on here, I know we've talked about like blending perfumes and that type of thing. So maybe we'll do that later in September because I've been doing some research and stuff on that. So, but today we're going to go through balance, which we have talked about in previous classes. So we won't spend a whole lot of time on it. We're going to talk about basil, which is not one that we've talked a whole lot about, but um, some good information on that. And then we're going to talk about bergamot. So, and we have talked about that a little bit in classes, but I have some fun recipes and, um, you know, I'm always learning too, as I belong to a Facebook page that talks about essential oils and people are always coming up with, hey, this the research on this oil didn't state that it was good for A, but um, I tried it and it worked for me. And then they share that information and then I pass it along to you guys. So it's always fun to just sort of revisit old friends because we're always learning and, uh, and then learn about some new oils. So um, just real quick, when I talk about these oils, um, for the most part, you're going to want to use them diluted with a carrier oil just to avoid any skin sensitivities and that type of thing. And, and if you're new to using oils, you're going to want to start out really um, small, maybe just one drop of oil in a, tea, in a one teaspoon of like a carrier oil. And that can be coconut oil, avocado oil, um, olive oil, just something with like a high fat content that will a- allow the oil to disperse 
and get to where it needs to get to. So you, and I usually suggest trying it on like a forearm or something on the inside where it's not going to be obvious that, Hey, I've tried out a new skin product and now I'm, you know, have a red spot or have a little, you know, cause we're all, our body chemistries are all different. So what works for me isn't necessarily going to have the same reaction to your body chemistry. So that's really important for you guys to know. And then as I go through these three oils, we're going to talk about the three different ways that you can use them. And one of which is aromatically, meaning you smell it um, in the air, you inhale it, and it directly links to um, the limbic system, which is connected to our emotions. We can use them topically, meaning we apply them directly to the area where they're needed for joint pain or a rash or um, a skin blemish, whatever the case may be, right? That's pretty self-explanatory when I say topically. We put them directly on our skin where they're needed. And the other one is internally, and that's um, sometimes we use it in water or in foods, in like a, um, a veggie cap or a supplement of some kind. And not all oils are created equal. So although I'm telling you, um, and I will specify whether they're good for internal aromatic or um, t- uh, internal aromatic or topical use. And but not all oils are created that way that they can be used internally. So it's really important if you're not using the oils that I'm talking about and you're buying them elsewhere that you research the purity of the oils and make sure it should be labeled on the bottle if it's good for internal use or not. So um I just you know that's something to be really careful of before you go taking something and and it has the opposite effect of what you're trying to do. All right, so let's talk about our first oil and our first oil is balance. And it's known as the grounding blend. It contains lots of tree oils. It's kind of a warm, woody aroma, I would say to it. If you've ever like walked into, if you've ever, like if any of you own a cedar chest and like that smell that you get when you open the lid of that cedar chest or that smell on a blanket when you pull it out of a cedar chest, I think of balance, I can definitely... Um, sense those undertones of like the woody oils when you smell the balance. But it has the oils of spruce, hoewood, frankincense, um, blue tansy, and blue chamomile. And so it has kind of that, um, it does have that woody aroma, but the blue tansy is kind of a sweet um, smell to it. So I really like it. It's, it's one of my favorite oils. That's the reason this isn't the first time we've talked about it. It helps to promote a promote a tranquil atmosphere. The spruce that's in it has been used um, by Native Americans in a lot of their rituals for spiritual healing, and it's still used today to sort of bring about that sense of harmony um, to both the mind and the body, for sure. Um, it's great to help with focus and concentration, and it's an oil that's recommended to help Um, with somebody who may have ADHD. I know that I um, have used this with my son in the past and I like to combine it with vetiver, which is another tree oil. It's from the roots of the vetiver tree. But these oils that are made from the the trees and the roots, you know, trees are very grounding and the oils are going to have those same properties. And I feel like I've said this a thousand times, but there's always new people. So the, the flower will tell you what it's good for. 
So for example, a flower, you know, we think of a flower as being um, something really appealing to look at. It's beautiful. A lot of those oils will also work on um, how we feel about ourselves emotionally. So it works on the heart and it also works on like skin issues and beautifying and um, healing our any skin issues. The tree oils are great for grounding. And that makes sense if you think about a tree and how it's sort of you know, it takes a long time to grow. It needs to be firmly grounded and rooted because it's it's going to be majestic and big. And um, how healthy the tree is definitely comes from how well the roots, how healthy the roots are. It's the same with us. To feel grounded, we need sort of that healthy um, start, that healthy beginning. So dealing with the internal and um, so one of the ways looking at that that I like to use the balance is putting it on my feet. It's actually the as soon as I get out the shower, I take the balance and I apply it to the bottom of my feet just to give me that grounding sort of purpose for the rest of my day. So, um, and then when I use it for my son to sort of help ground him so that he doesn't, the H of the ADHD doesn't cause his mind and body to just be wiggly. We, you know, we call it his wiggle medicine because that's really what it does for him. It just sort of, um, if you think of like being feeling like you have like um, pins and needles or jumping beans in your body, you know, he's explained that that's how he feels when he's not able to focus and concentrate. And so combining the vetiver and the balance together, um, just in a roller bottle or just, you know, in your the palm of your hand, what I would suggest is putting your oils in the refrigerator. If you have troubles feeling them drop onto the palm of your hand, that's one way to assist with that. And then just putting um, maybe just one drop of each, one drop of balance, one drop of vetiver into the palm of your hand, and then pouring in, or I use fractionated coconut oil, and I buy it from Amazon um, in a pump dispenser. That way I can just put one pump like into my hand. It's just an easy way rather than trying to pour into your hand from a big bottle. And then I just sort of, you know, rub my hands together and I'll rub that on the bottoms of his feet. I'll rub it um, down his spine and it can be used AM and PM. So, you know, when we wake up in the morning and we need to be focused to get done the tasks that we have to get done during the day, this is where balance is going to help with that. And then come bedtime when we need everything to sort of shut down and we need to relax and unwind and sort of just um, go into that space of, of rest, the balance will also help there too. So I would recommend using it both AM and PM and throughout the day, you know, as you need it to help with focus or, you know, if you're, if you're stressed and you're just needing something to sort of get you out of that headspace, the balance is a really great oil for that. So it's also one that's really highly recommended for like grief and sorrow. So I know we talked about grief um, a couple weeks ago, but this might be a great oil to also put into your, add to your toolbox. Okay. So that's all I'm really going to say about balance. Um, anytime I don't cover something thorough enough and you have more questions, you can reach out to me um, through my email and ask more questions. I can give you a call or, you know, send you the information from the class. And, um, what I will, what I always, what I've done in the past and what I will do today is the three oils that we discuss today. Um, we will, I will give away a sample of 
the three of them to um, somebody at the end of the class. Well, I won't tell you at the end of the class, but I will give you instructions on how to get in touch with me and how we're going to do that. So I think last month was maybe Verlin had won that. All right. So, all right. Let's see. I was just looking to see if there's any other sort of suggestions, but like I said, balance is one I use a lot. So, all right. One that I don't use too much, um, and we haven't talked about it a whole lot, but I love when I'm preparing for these classes, because as I said, I'm always learning too. And um, so I'm learning new uses as I'm teaching you guys, as well as sharing the things that are tried and true that I've, that has worked for my family. So basil, I love it. Like, First of all, it's one of my favorite herbs in my garden to use. I just can't get enough of it. I just love to walk by the plant and like pick off a leaf and rub it between my hands and just smell it. I don't think there's a whole lot better than basil. And it's been around for over 5,000 years. It's been used in spiritual um, healing and physical healing for many, many years. And I did not know this, but was interested to discover that there's actually 35 different species of basil. I mean, I might have two or three in my garden. Um, the one that we, that I um, use that I buy from doTERRA is there is um, like a sweet basil. So there's holy basil, there's lemon basil, there's all sorts of basils. And if you're a gardener, you may be more familiar with some of them, but the one we're going to talk about today is sweet basil. <clears throat> it's a highly um, valued in Ayurvedic mes- medicine. If you're a person that's into that, it's probably an oil that you may have heard um, being used. It's a protector of both physical and mental well-being, and it's steam distilled from the flowers and the leaves. So we've talked about in past classes the different ways that the herbs or that the oils can be obtained, and the most of the oils are obtained through steam distillation. The oils like um, citrus oils are obtained through cold pressing them. But basil, because it's the leaves and the flowers, and they're much more tender than what you'd think of as like a lemon or an orange, they are obtained through steam distillation. It's kind of, there's lots of videos out there, um, you know, to watch that talk about how the oils are actually turned from a plant into the little, you know, the 15 milliliter bottle that we get, and how many pounds of the plant that it takes to make just one drop. It's, it's crazy. I mean... that's why some of the oils are very expensive. Like rose is very expensive because it takes like, I don't even, I can't even remember the number. I'd be lying if I told you I could, but it's like 60 pounds of rose petals to get like this minuscule amount of rose oil. So um, the scent of basil, if you're not familiar with it, or maybe if you are, you can sort of relate to this, is like a sweet herbaceous licorice-like scent. Maybe you'll identify with that. I can see that, you know, that it has sort of that licorice anise sort of um, scent to it. And it is a great anti-inflammatory, um, antispasmodic, antiviral, antibacterial. So, um, you know, the, the pieces of the plant, the leaves, the stems, the, the flowers, a lot of times um, we we can look at how they are used in the garden to also, like I said, we can look at the flower to say that it's good for beauty. We can look at um, the basil, for example. Um, Not a lot of insects will go towards the basil. Um, I do find sometimes like 
little slugs might come, but they're not usually infested with little mites and smaller type bugs. And part of the reason is because of its antibacterial properties, antiviral properties. And so the way that it produces and works in the garden is also the way that we can um, use it within our bodies. So because it's an antispasmodic, it's a great for um, treating or assisting with any spasms that you may have within your, you know, in your body. Um, we'll talk about some of those in just a few minutes, but you can add just one to two drops of the basil into your carrier oil like we just talked about, and just massage it into that area. So if you're a person that gets like lower back spasms or um, like your legs cramp or have spasms, basil, I mean, yes, you might smell like a salad bar, <laughs> um, but not really. I'm just joking. You're going to dilute it enough that it, you're not going to smell like a salad bar. But um, when you have, if you've ever had like that lower back spasm, it's, it's uncomfortable um, and it goes right down your legs. And, and so just massaging that basil with some carrier oil onto the back, your lower back would be a great um, thing to try out. And it's, I'm struggling to say basil because I grew up in England and I, I call it basil, but um, that's not who I'm speaking to today. So I'm, every time I say it, I have to think about what I'm saying. Maybe I should just call it basil and you guys can just deal with that. <laughs> um, okay. So it's also great for tension headaches. And I'll, I'll go over with you in a little bit, like a, a recipe for, for that that you can use. It calms anxiety and stress. So it's another one that if you're a person that, you know, goes to bed with all the voices in your head, all the anxiety of what you have to get done tomorrow before you even ended the day, that's me, then um, basil is one you could, you know, combine that with the balance even and try that at bedtime. It clears congestion and soothes a cough. And I never would have thought about basil being that way. You know, I often think of like peppermint or eucalyptus because they're very sort of clearing when you put them into your hands and inhale them. Basil doesn't, you know, to me, doesn't have that strong of a scent that I would think of it as, as an oil that would clear up congestion and cough. But um, because of the antispasmodic um, properties of the oil, and the antibacterial properties of the oil, um, it, it does have that effect. And so when I do these calls with you guys, I my purpose is to not only teach you about the oils, but to speak from my, my own experiences. And that's really what I go on. And so some of the oils I may have used a lot and some of them maybe not so much, but the way in which that I have used basil besides cooking, because we can use these oils um, in our cooking is for an earache. And so we just talked about how it's great for congestion, which can result for some in an earache. Usually if I'm going to get any kind of sinus issues going on, it's going to end up showing up in my ears. And a few years ago, um, it got so bad for me that I actually had to go in and have my ear lanced and drained because there had gotten so much fluid and congestion behind my ear it's probably the worst pain that I've ever been in. Worse than labor. Yep, I said it. <laughs> Worse than labor. Um, it was a toothache and an earache, I think, are just dreadful. And you just can't calm yourself down. You know, labor, you know, is coming to an end. And it's going to be a beautiful ending. 
but to have an earache, it was the most painful thing that I've ever gone through. And so much so that my son had a friend staying with us that weekend um, while his parents were on a trip. And I didn't even care that I cried in front of this 13 year old because I just, it was that painful. So what I did was I took um, a cotton ball and I put um, a, a couple drops of lavender on it. And I put a couple drops of basil on it. And I just, I warmed the cotton ball in the microwave first. And then I put the couple drops of oil on it. And the way that I chose to do that, because dropping the oils as, as you know, we've experienced is not the easiest, but I just put the cotton ball on top of the bottle and then turned it upside down to get a drop out. Um, and then I just stuck that inside the opening of my ear because we never want to put oils um, like into our ears, into our sensitive areas, into our nose, you know, those types of things that's not recommended. And now we can take some of them in internally, but that's a different thing altogether. So, but you can simply put it on a cotton ball and just stick it inside the opening of the ear. The other thing that you can do is right behind your ear. If you feel there's like that hard bone, um, and then right below that hard bone behind your ears is a little like soft spot. And if you gently push it, it's a little bit tender. It's like your mastoid bone, that big bone behind your ears, your mastoid bone. If you just, that little area underneath that's tender, that's softer, that's a really great place to um, apply the oils if you're having like an earache or something. And so that's what I did. Um, you know, like I said, these oils are meant to be, for the most part, supplemental. So an oil is not going to heal a broken bone, but when you've had a broken bone repaired and you now have a wound from where the incision, you know, where they had to go in, certainly the oils can help to, for that wound to heal, um, to, to improve the integrity of the skin around the wound. So a lot of times the oils are a supplemental thing. And so, yes, I did have my ear drained. The oils did not fix that for me. It had gotten so bad. But I could certainly use the oils um, after that to just make sure that that congestion didn't come back. And um, I recommended the basil for earaches um, to several friends and for their little kiddos that, you know, keep them up at night with earaches. And they, um, they've all found really good success with using the basil for that. So um, it can also be used to eliminate odors or germs. So it's one of the oils that if you were going to make up like a room spray or even like a um, surface spray in a glass spray bottle, basil could be one of the oils that you use to spray down your countertops, not only because it helps with odor, but also because it's antibacterial and antiviral. It helps to focus the mind. It's in a lot of our focus blends that doTERRA um, sells. And some of the oils that it blends really nice with, if you're thinking about making up a rune spray or putting something in a diffuser or making a surface um, cleaner, is bergamot, which we're going to talk about next, um, lavender, peppermint, grapefruit. So any of the citrus oils are really nice with, with basil. Um, Geranium is also really nice with, with blended with basil. And um, ginger, you know, a lot of things, a lot of like recipes that have ginger and might also contain basil. So if you look at the recipes that you like, um, you know, that's a really good way to help you decide what to blend, how to blend your oils. <clears throat> okay. So I'm going to share a couple recipes with you guys, because I like to do that just to demonstrate some of the ways that you can use it. 
but don't feel like you have to write it all down. You can reach out to me afterwards and, um, life gets busy. So if you've ever reached out to me and you've asked for something and I've, I try to do it right away, but sometimes, you know, I finish the call and then I have errands to run and, um, you know, it might slip my mind. So if ever you've reached out and I haven't, um, please reach out again. I know a bunch of you did last week and I hope that I got to everyone. So I'm going to share the recipes, but don't feel like you need to sit there with your slate and stylus or sit there on your computer, or however you take notes. So for the tension headache, um, you can take a roller bottle and you could do three drops of basil, three drops of lavender, four drops of frankincense. And then you just add those drops to your roller bottle and fill the roller bottle up the rest of the way with your carrier oil and, um, you know, shake well before you use it. And then you would apply it to your temples, the back of your neck and like your shoulders. You know, I'm a person that holds my tension in my shoulders. And so the basal portion of it is going to help with that antispasmodic sort of properties that, you know, you're holding all that, those muscles tight in your neck and your shoulders. The lavender is always very calming and soothing. And um, so that's one of the ways you can use basil. You can also make an inhaler. And what that looks like is if you've ever used like a VIX inhaler, where you just hold it up to your nose and hold one side of your one nostril and then put it to the other one and inhale it. That's what I'm talking about. And you can buy those empty. They just have like a little cotton wick type thing inside of it. And the way that I fill mine up is I just put the drops into my hand and then I put the cotton wick in the palm of my hand and roll it around to get the oils on it. And so um, if you're wanting to do like a soothing inhaler, you could do that with five drops of basil, five drops of bergamot, five clary sage and just put it onto that cotton wick and you know hold up to your nose and inhale and it's just going to be very like soothing and calming and like we said you know in the previous description of basil it's good for both mental and physical um, fatigue and helping you focus so and in the past we've talked about using peppermint um, sort of as a compress to cool us down we can also use basil in that same way, but more for the antispasmodic properties of it. Um, so what you could do is you could fill up a small bowl with water and put three to four drops of the basil in it and then put the washcloth, um, put a washcloth into the water and just let it sit for a few minutes to soak up that water and the essential oils that are in it and then wring it out. And you can put it onto like the back of your neck or your shoulders. What I would say if you're looking to clear up some sort of sinus congestion or if you're going to do it where you're holding it over that ear area is then I would use warm water instead of the cool water. But um, cool for the back of your neck or your, or your shoulders might be nice. You just have to experiment and see what works, you know, for you. And then... As I said, it's great for mental fatigue and helping um, a person to focus and stay on task. So um, I love this blend. This is probably what I'll be putting into my diffuser as my kids start school. And because it combines another of my favorite oils, which is rosemary for memory and recall and focus. So you would do three drops of rosemary, two drops of peppermint, one drop of basil, 
and just place them into a diffuser. If you don't have a diffuser, which sends the mist out into the air, um, you can always just put those same oils onto like the collar of your shirt um, so that it's right there. You know, you're smelling it throughout the day. You could always just put it on a tissue. A lot of times that's what I'll do is I'll just, you know, take a tissue <clears throat> and put the oils onto it that I want and just kind of keep that tissue in my pocket throughout the day. I can pull it out and smell, especially if you're out and about, you know, you're not going to, like I have diffusers here at home, but if I were going to be in a um, classroom type setting in person, although we're not doing that now, we will get back to that. Or if you're at a, a say a, your state convention or you're at your chapter meetings and you're really needing to pay attention um, you know, you could put these oils on a tissue and just sort of carry it in your pocket and pull it out. And nobody's going to be none the wiser that you're having a hard time paying attention to what they're saying. Just pull out your tissue and sort of take a deep breath in. Um, you can also just put them in your hands and then cup your hands together and inhale it if you're, uh, if you don't have a diffuser to use. So, um, and my friend, Allison, who was actually my like immediate supervisor, she's always you know, she's been using oils for 20 plus years and she's always posting things on our community Facebook page about new things that she's tried. And so she actually was saying that this week she was having troubles with her elbow causing her some pain. And, um, so what she tried was, um, just taking a drop of balance, a drop of basil, and a drop of Siberian fur. And she just put that um, with some carrier oil and rubbed it over her elbow joint area. And um, Sydney, <laughs> gosh, as my daughter makes her lunch as she gets home from gymnastics. Oh, um, so that's a really great oil blend that you could use for, um, for joint pain or discomfort. So whether it's your knee joint or your elbow, um, even lower back, you could use those oils and, and try that out. So, all right. Actually, what I'm going to do, does anyone have any questions about the balance or the basil that we've talked about? If you do, you can raise your hand and Monica will call on you. Monica, do you want to let them know how they can raise their hands? Yes. To raise your hand, it is Alt-Y on your computer. Options Y on your Mac. Star nine if you're using a phone with a keypad. And it's in the lower right-hand corner under the more option if you're using the iPhone app or an app. So we have, can you hear me okay? Yes, Monica, there is somebody. Okay. Uh, yes. Okay. There's Musi. Hey, Musi. Thanks for being here. Yes, can you hear Yep, can I can you hear, hear you. you. Okay. Hey, you sold me on this basil. <laughs> I, you know, like I said, it's not one that I use a whole lot. I know I've I, never done it. Yeah. Yeah. But when I do but, use it, it really works and it'll last a long time because it's probably not going to be one that you're using all the time. Well, see, I ordered uh, uh, several oils last month, but I, and I thought I was doing it through blindessentials.com, but I want to make sure that I order it through you this time. So I go on blindessentials.com and give you my paypal or yeah why don't i send you an email or i'll give you a call or you have my email at blindessentials right. at gmail so right. if you if you um email me your phone number i can give you a call and we can you know figure out how to 
make that happen. I don't know. How, I don't know. I got it. I got the oils from Deterra, but yeah. you, you know, I guess I must have gone on their website. I don't know what I did. I just want to make sure that. No, you did it right. You did it right because I saw you come up. So, um, okay. so yeah, just send me your phone number and and I'll give you a call later on today and we can just make sure that if you're, you know, wanting any of these that you know how to get them and that you're getting what you want, that type of thing. All right. Okay. Yeah. And we can talk about some ways to use it in cooking too. Cause you know, basil's not something, you know, it's very, like I have it profusely in my garden right now. I'm not much of a cook. My husband cooks, but I'm okay. a great, I'm a great jello maker. Can I put it in jello? <laughs> uh, you know, I'm sure there's a way I, I haven't tried that. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Anyway, I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Okay. Wow. Okay. Well, we'll have to come up with some jello recipes, you guys. (laughs) Anybody else, Monica? Yes. Melina, or I don't know if I'm saying it right. Uh, Feel free to unmute. Melina. Hi, Melina. Hi, Haley. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. Um, I just wanted to say, I I just recently bought basil, and um, I really like it. And um, some. So, how are you using it? Um, so far, I've just used it um, a little bit when I get headaches. Um, mm-hmm. I've put it on my temples. Um, I've been getting a lot of tension headaches, so I've been tr- experimenting with it with okay. that, and mixing it with a little bit of peppermint. And okay, fantastic. Um, yeah. So I haven't done a whole lot with it yet, but I really like it. Yeah, I think that our bodies really, we we all need to learn to listen to our bodies a little bit more, whether it's using the oils or whether it's the food we put into our bodies. Like we know instinctively, like what foods make us feel lethargic and sluggish and what what foods we use that make us feel lighter and more energetic. And it's the same way with the oils. So I feel like in a way, and this is going to sound a little like, um, out there in left field but there's times that i know i need something like my body's telling me i need something whether it's just to get out of a funk or for energy and what i will do um oh my gosh this is a little out there so stay with me people but I believe that the oils have an energy about them and just sometimes I'll just go to my box of oils and I'll sort of run my hand over the tops of the lids and, you know, I'm not feeling the braille that's on them. I don't know what oil I'm feeling, but I'll sort of feel that need to stop at a particular place in my oil box and, and I'll pick it up and I'll be like, huh, oh my, I just picked out breathe. And yes, I've been feeling like that congestion in my chest, or I can feel like my allergies have been bothering me a little bit more. And so I feel like we know what our bodies need. We just need to learn how to like tune into that a little bit more. So the fact that you say you don't, you're not super familiar with it, but you knew to, you know, use it for tension headaches and you knew to combine it with the peppermint. um, It sounds like you're definitely, you know, ahead of the game. Yeah. I like to experiment sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. And sometimes we find like we can do all the research in the world, like online and and oil will tell us how to use it. But, um, you know, like with Allison, she'd never tried this for joint pain before and she just thought she'd try it and she did and it worked. And so all the time people are coming up with, um, you know, different ways to use them and, and it works for some and not for others. But just for all of you, if you go to, um, the Facebook page, it's Aroma Partners, um, and there's a members only, and there's a public Facebook group. So if you're on Facebook and you go to Aroma Partners, 
public um, public page. Allison and our team, they're always posting ideas and recipes and different ways to use things. So sounds good. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for, thanks for sharing. Mm -hmm. And there are no other hands right this moment. All right. All right. Then we will go on to bergamot, bergamot, bergamo. People say it differently. Um, And it's a citrus oil. And it's actually um, one of the oils that got me started with using essential oils. And it's cold pressed from the orange tree. We talked about how some of the citrus oils are cold pressed versus um, steam distilled and bergamot is one of them. And the, the, the earliest trace back to the first bergamot tree was in Southeast Asia. So um, not native to the United States. <coughs> Excuse me. I did not know this and some of you probably did. Um, the bergamot is the scent. Like if you're a person that likes Earl Grey tea, um, bergamot is the, when you smell that, bergamot is a smell that you're smelling. I have always said I didn't like Earl Grey tea, yet I love bergamot and I use it in my inhalers. And so I haven't yet, but I'm going to revisit the Earl Grey tea. And, you know, our taste chain changes over the years. Like I never used to like Brussels sprouts and now I love them. So revisiting things from time to time, just as your taste buds change is a good idea. So maybe you already like Earl Grey. And so you're already probably getting some of the healing properties as you drink that tea. Um, But it's prized prized for like it's soothing scent and it's spicy taste. And it it can be used in lots of, um, of many, many, many ways in recipes, both for cooking and for making aromatherapy blends. So, um, it's used in a lot of perfumes, actually. Um, my, I don't use a lot of perfumes because of migraines and just not really knowing what's in them. But I do have one that I use on, on you know, if I'm going out on a date night or a lot of times around the house, I'll just use my oils. But if I'm going out, um, my favorite perfume actually has bergamot in it. So it's not surprising to me that I, that I was drawn to that because I love bergamot. And it's also used in a lot of like skincare items because it's very um, refreshing and sort of vibrant. And, you know, as it comes from that orange, it's very like increases your energy and it is edible. So it can be used for internal aromatic and topical use. And sorry, I neglected to say for the other ones, the basil can also be used all three ways. The balance cannot be used internal because it's a blend that is blended already with fractionated coconut oil. And so it's one that can be used aromatically and, and topically, but not internally. But the bergamot can be used internally, hence the reason that it's good for NRT. Um, all right, it's great for stress. There's lots of, you know, anytime we talk about these oils, I don't tend to go too much into like the different research that's been done on them and the chemistry of them because many of us are new to the oils and that's a, and plus an hour goes really quick. But if you're new to the oils, that can be a little overwhelming. A lot of times you just want to learn like, what is it if you've never heard of it and some different ways that you can use it. But there's been a lot of studies done on bergamot and how it um, improves stress levels in people. Um, 
so like for anxiety and fatigue, bergamot's a really good one. It's as any of the citrus oils are. It's really good. And I'm not claiming to that this is going to um, heal every ailment and never should you go off of your medication just because you've learned about an oil that sounds like it might help you. But um, bergamot has also been used um, to help with mood disorders. Um, it can help to, um, what's the word, how do I want to word this? It could help to get rid of um, the symptoms of food poisoning, which I did not know until I was looking up stuff for this class. Not that I have food poisoning on a regular basis, but if you, you know, do think that you've eaten something that may be causing you some stomach discomfort, or if you've actually gone to the clinic and they've said, we think you have some food poisoning, um, putting a drop or two of bergamot into um, a glass of water and drinking that um, might help to just speed up the recovery and the discomfort. Um, it has linalool in it, and that's the reason for, you know, it destroys back. Linalool is one of the components of bergamot that destroys bacteria. And if you have that bacteria from eating a um, an outdated food or something that was tainted with something, you know, for whatever reason, then um, that's the reason that the bergamot might be a really good choice for you. How do you spell that, Haley? That um, bergamot? In, no, no, this, it says in an L, I think. Oh, linalool? Yes. I don't know this. Okay, okay, that's all right. That's all right. I just thought somebody sure, might wonder. Linalool. I don't know, but I can look it up for you. Okay. <laughs> Um, because sometimes if you don't like that, you know, all of the oils contain different constituents and different chemical components. And so that's what I always tell people, like, you know, if you try an oil that I said worked for, worked for me and you thought to yourself, oh my goodness, it didn't have that same effect on me as she said it would have. You can also, you can look for oils that contain those same components. So if, or if it's just a smell that you don't like. So if you think, oh gosh, you know, I'd really like to have this in my house to help with this issue. And, but you, you get it and you don't really like the smell of it, or it doesn't have the impact that you thought it would have, um, that I talked about, you know, you can look for other oils that also have that linalool content that, um, and try and give them a try. And all of the oils have a multiple uses. So, I never feel like I've wasted like my money if I buy an oil and it didn't work for what I intended it for. I can always find some, something else to use it, you know, use it for. I'll look that up, Monica. I'll get back to you. Okay. <laughs> um, um, all right. It's also been known, and I did this is another thing that I didn't know. So if you're already drinking Earl Grey tea or if you already have a bergamot essential oil, it's been shown to help with um, cholesterol. And there's a, a lot of studies out there on this, um, you know, because it's an anti-inflammatory, it also helps with like fatty liver. So, um, and, and, you know, most of these have been tried on animals, rats and that type of thing. And normally I don't like that. I steer away from testing that's been done on animals when with like my skincare products and stuff like that. I just don't like it. But, you know, when we're talking about the essential oils, they're just, they're plant-based medicines pretty much. So trying these on animals, um, these, the research, you know, that you can look up and find, or I can send to you, 
um, it's not harming the animals. It's not things that are like killing the animals. It's, it's plant-based and they're just getting a very small amount of them. But, um, I thought it was really cool and interesting to learn that, that bergamot helps with fatty liver disease and cholesterol. And, um, it's pretty, pretty, I tried, I tried it. Um, it's not one that I typically use internally. It's one that I use more for the emotional properties and the mood boosting properties for me. Um, just, and also just the fact that I love the smell of it. It's very like uplifting and, and energizing, but I hadn't tried it really internally. And like I said, I, I kind of don't like Earl Grey. So, um, but I did put a drop in a glass of water to, to try it. And, and it's pretty good. So, I mean, it is citrusy, so it makes sense that it wouldn't be awful, but, um, but I actually really liked it. So it's also good for reducing pain and inflammation. And um, let's see what other, it is um, because it's a citrus oil, you're going to want to be careful if you're using bergamot when you go out into the sun. Um, the information that I found was um, can, you know, it's conflicting information, but we know that most citrus oils are photosensitive. So if you're going to apply it to your skin, you want to be careful when going out into the sun, just make sure that part of your body is not exposed to the sun or that you applied it, um, you know, a few hours, like 24 hours prior to going out. Now we're not talking about like if you were to put it in your shampoo, just because you like the smell of it and you wanted your shampoo to smell nice. We're not talking about putting it in like into your shampoo or something like that, but putting it straight onto your skin or um, into a lotion that isn't going to be washed off before going out into the sun. It's something you're going to want to be, um, you know, careful of. So I said, it's one of my, it's one of my favorites and I have lots of recipes, um, that you can use bergamot in that I'd be happy to send to you if, if bergamot is an oil that you have. I love to use it in my diffuser and I love to blend it with lavender because I like the soothing properties of lavender that sort of, um, calm me if I'm feeling overwhelmed or anxious, but I also like the uplifting. Sometimes that sounds contradictory when I say that I put two oils together, one that's going to calm me and one that's going to, going to lift, you know, uplift me, but that that's where we find balance. Right. So I need the anxiety or the overwhelm to go away. But once that's achieved, I, I need the energy and the mood boosting properties of the bergamot to um, just help me to move forward with my day. So I love to use it in my diffuser, but like the most common way that I use it is just to simply put a drop into my hands and rub my hands together and cup it over my nose. It's just so, I wish I was better at describing it, but it's just so refreshing and so light and airy and sunshiny. And, you know, I live in Washington, so sunshiny is something that I need a lot, sort of October through April. <laughs> I'm not trying to deter any of you from moving here, but it is what it is. And so I love bergamot for that reason. And I tend to use it much more in those months because my, um, you know, whether I have sad seasonal affect disorder or not, I've never been diagnosed with it, but I definitely feel like my mood can be different in the fall and winter months than it is in the summer. Maybe you'll be able to tell that on these calls moving forward. Maybe some of you will get on and say, you sound a little grumpy today. Well, it's February. I might be. Um, 
So that's when I tend to use the bergamot most is in those months where the weather's not as bright and sunny that I can't get out and get that vitamin D and get out in the sunshine and take a walk because the weather is bad. I, I really like to use the bergamot then. And it's my go-to really for like my depression and anything like that. And like I said, it's one of the oils that I started started off with to for that reason alone is to help with just that sort of seasonal, you know, sort of feeling down. So, um, so I want to, how much time do we have, Monica? You have about nine minutes left. Okay. So next time, probably next week, we will talk about, um, blue tansy, black spruce and breathe. And I'm kind of, it's funny how it worked out, but what I wanted to share with you guys, because I failed to do this last time, um, each month doTERRA has specials on certain oils and throughout the year they do promotions and and different things like that and so what i wanted to share with you guys if this is something you're interested in is starting tomorrow um they have given me permission to give away or offer a free 10 milliliter bottle of breathe in the roller in the roller bottle which is nice because it's easy to apply you know, without having to measure drops. And, and what that would mean is that um, I would need to know if you plan on being on this call next week. And if you think at some point you may um, place an order for some oils, um, when you do, you would then get that free bottle of pepper, that free bottle of breathe. And I'm not saying that to really, honestly, not to encourage you to, or sway you to purchase oils if that's not where you're heading. If you're just here for the educational portion of it and you already have an oil company that you work with, that's fabulous. That's not a problem. That's why I started these calls is just to teach you guys about the oils. But if you if you learn about them and you're interested in purchasing them, why not get a free product in the midst? And so I failed to do that last month. And it's just something that I want to let you guys know about. Now, this isn't their monthly special. Um, that'll be different. And I won't know what that is till tomorrow. This is just something they've offered to me as um, part of a club that I'm part of that I can give to you this free bottle of breathe, um, you know, when you place an an order and we can talk more about that. So um, just to put that out there. And then what I want to make sure that I do that I don't forget is so we, today we learned about balance, we learned about basil, and we learned about bergamot. I would like you to think about one of those oils that you've learned about today and tell me something new that you learned and how you might use it. And I want you to tell me that in an email because what I will do is I will go through those emails and the fifth person to write to me, um, I will send those to you a little sample of each of those three oils to you in the mail so you can try them out yourself. So um, you can get in touch with me at blindessentials at gmail.com. And I'd love to get them out to you just to try and see what you think. And, um, you know, once I've heard from you, we can decide whether you want it put in a roller bottle or whether you want it just straight so that you can use it in food and stuff like that. But I would like to know from you guys, if you don't mind, if you have questions about bergamot, feel free to raise your hand and ask those questions or any of the oils that we've talked about today. But what I would like to know from you guys is, would are there topics you'd like to re um, revisit? 
Are there topics that we haven't covered? And would you guys be interested in, as we move forward, would you be interested in talking about how we can use the oils to make holiday DIY gifts and those types of things? So please raise your hand if you have any thoughts on any of that. Okay. Can you, uh, Colleen is a one that has a question. All right, Colleen. Oh, hey there, Colleen. Can you yes, hear me now? Yeah, yes. we can hear you. Okay. I thought I, I thought I was unmuted. Um, yeah, the holiday ones would be actually great to be able to make. Um, okay. And I learned something, like I said, new with both those ones you talked about today, but I just have a quick question. Are there yep. any oils that help with iron? I mean, my iron's been very low and I hate taking supplements. So, um, yeah. Hmm. It's like, yeah. I, so I don't know. Curious. I will have to, I will have to do some research on that and, and okay. reach out to you. I know how to get a hold of you. So I'll do some yeah. research on that and get back to you. Okay. That'd um, be yeah. And just, just so you guys know too, um, I'm trying to think of a day. I think it's like October 25th or something like that. If you're not part of the ACB crafters group, um, I'm going to be teaching a class at the end of October on, it's called sense of the season. And we're going to talk about how to make like your own potpourri using dried fruits and spices and stuff like that. We're going to talk about making a non-toxic air gel air freshener using the essential oils. And we're going to also put together a apple spice, um, like pie, apple pie spice blend that I'll share the recipe with you guys and teach some different recipes that you can use it in. So it's not oil specific, although you definitely would need the oils for the, the gel air freshener, so, but it's not oil specific, but you know, a lot of times what draws us to the oils are the smells. And so this is just another way to get those aromatic, you know, scents of fall sort of into your home. So if you're, you know, if you want more information on that, let me know and I can give you the exact date. So, and Colleen, I will definitely get back to you on the iron thing. And Haley, just so you know, uh, three minutes and two questions. So. Okay. All right. Let's Connie. do it. Connie, feel free to unmute. Hey, Connie. Good to see you on here. Hi. Hi. How are you? Fine. So, uh, bergamot is one of my favorite oils too. too i love earl grey tea that's my favorite tea okay see i don't but i'm gonna try it now but it probably is because it has bergamot in it right i actually once purchased um some body wash and body butter from doTERRA that has bergamot in it and i use it as a kind of a spa treatment on the weekend mm -hmm. when uh, i pampered myself can you spell bergamot i think it's b-e-r-g-a-m-o-t-e Okay. I'm not sure if it's B-E or B-U, so don't, you know, it's, you know, I'm learning, <laughs> it's funny, in, in lots of areas, but I'm learning through being on like Facebook and, and just different things recently that when you, when you don't see a word spelled and all you do is hear it, a lot of times you don't know how something, you know, when you go to write it down, unless I actually use my jaws to go, you know, letter by letter, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of words that I don't know how they're spelled because I've never visually seen them. Yeah, that's true. Um, so I'm not sure if it's B-E or B-U, but it's, let's say, B-E-R-G-A-M-O-T-E. -E. All right, very good. And doTERRA does still sell that. And it you can get a sugar scrub, which I love, which has all of the citrus oils in it, including bergamot, and the body wash. Um, I'm not sure about the lotion. I know they do like an unscented 
um, body butter. And then I usually buy the unscented and just, you know, mix it myself in my hand. But they do do the the um, body wash and the sugar scrub with the bergamot in it. Mm-hmm. Thank so, you. It's good to hear you. Good to hear you too. Thanks. Uh, a minute left and it's Isabella. Feel free to unmute. Hello. I love your name. Hi. Can you hear me? Yep. I'm good. How are you? Good. Thank you. Um, I was wondering if there's any particular oil that, you know, going, you know, now that I'm getting into my 40s, um, if there's any oils that are good for like, you know, premenopausal and then later on for menopause, if, you know, bergamot is one that would work good for that. Or I was kind of curious what, you know, if there's different oils for different ages. And, you know, what helps with different things, especially like PMS or... or right, um, right. Uh, yeah, maybe we should do a class on that because we really haven't, um, you know, and I kind of ha- maybe had steer cleared of it a little bit because I didn't know if we would have more gentlemen on our calls. And, you know, I don't know if Tyson's interested in all that, but, you know, I'm <laughs> just saying. That. But um, there, doTERRA does sell what they call a phytoestrogen, and it's just a supplement um, in a veggie cap that you can take daily. Um, my mom takes it because she has hot flashes. And so that's one thing that I would suggest. And maybe we can talk about some more is that phytoestrogen supplement to help balance hormones. And then as far as like menstrual cramping, there's lots of oils like to use for like that kind of thing. And clary sage is one of them. Um, doTERRA sells a blend actually called clary calm which is a blend that they recommend for women to help with those kinds of hormonal changes. And I like to roll it onto like the back of my knees, back of my neck. It smells amazing too. The oils that are in it are lovely. Um, And then marjoram is another one that I know people really swear by when it comes to um, like menstrual cramping, just blending it with a carrier oil and rubbing it onto the abdomen. So if you reach out to me, I can send you, you know, some of that material and then maybe we'll, we'll consider that for a future class. And if anyone needs to get a hold of Haley, it's blindessentials at gmail.com. And yeah. that's all the time we have for today, Haley. Okay. Thank you guys so much for being with me. And now I'm going to clean up my playroom and build a desk and prepare myself for going back to school. So... <laughs> I hope everyone has a beautiful week filled abundantly with blessings and time with friends, whether that's virtual or in person. And I will see you guys next week.